You're listening to Strictly Business Podcast with Lindsay Williams. President Cyril Ramaphosa addressed the nation last night. He was 17 and a half minutes late, but that's better than previous attempts. But anyway, the point is that he addressed the nation. What did he say through the eyes of Katie Katapodis, who is the news director at Newsroom Africa? Now, I've had a couple of opinions today, Katie, and they weren't particularly favourable, but I understand from our off-air chat that you may be a little bit more sympathetic to President Ramaphosa. Well, you know, Lindsay, I know that's been a lot, there's been a lot of criticism for the president and what he said last night, with many hoping that he would go just one step further and, in fact, announce that South Africa would move from a level four lockdown to a level three lockdown last night. Mm. The president didn't do that. But unlike many who say he did nothing and we didn't we didn't get anything from the speech, I think that we did get some things from the speech, and I think they were very important. So to start off with, I think he's given us a little bit more clarity and a bit more of a of a of, a, of an expected date. As to when we can move to level three lockdown. And he's saying that he's hoping that most parts of the country will be able to get there by the end of May. Of course, also warning us that there are some parts of the country that if these infection rates don't, um, don't stabilize in some way, could not be going to level three. So he told us that. On the other hand, he also said that um, for the next, in the next few days, we'll be getting more clarity on some restrictions, which have by and large been rather strange, I must say, and the lifting of some restrictions, even though we are still in level four. So just to give you a very practical example of these very strange restrictions, yes. South Africans can exercise, but it's only between six and nine in the morning, right. which excludes most people who go to work early or school children who are preparing uh, for school, you know, from a Monday to a Friday. Um, the government also gazetted, there was a government gazette the other day about what kinds of clothing qualifies as winter clothes. Um, <laughs> and it's now deemed that cropped shorts could in fact qualify as winter clothes, but only if you wear them with leggings and or stockings underneath. Okay, so if Therefore, I want to go out, be sold. if I want to go out and buy some crop shorts, I've got to buy some leggings as well. Is that what you're saying? So, so it's it's not gender specific. Yes, exactly right. So, so, so these are some of the rather strange restrictions that have been put on South Africans. So that was the second thing. He did tell us that there would be a lifting of some of these restrictions, although we do await further detail. And the third thing, which I thought was a really important thing, was an acknowledgement and an, an admission from the president that certain things have been incorrect, that they have made mistakes, That's good. that they have been contradictory statements from government and ministers, and he concedes that this does lead to confusion in South Africa. So I, I thought by and large, yes, we didn't get anything absolutely solid, but I think it's good to see the president during, um, during uh, moments like this, especially because he hadn't addressed the nation in just under three weeks. So it was very important to see him. Exactly. I mean, you can say what you like about Donald Trump. He likes to be standing at that lectern. He likes to hear himself and like to see, he likes to see himself on television. From, by all accounts, he watches seven hours of himself the next day after he's spoken to the United States and the rest of the world. But we hadn't seen Cyril Ramaphosa, President Ramaphosa, for 19 days, which I think is really strange. And it makes people a little, a little bit edgy, even if they're political agnostics like I am. 
Mm. I do want to clarify, we have seen him doing various things and on walkabouts and at events, but addressing the nation like this, we haven't yeah. seen him in 19 days. So he's held Zoom meetings with the AU because he currently holds the chairmanship of the AU. He's held Zoom meetings to discuss gender-based violence. He was doing a walkabout at hospitals. Um, so he's certainly been visible, but not formally addressing the nation. And I think that is what was lacking. And I never thought that I would save the sentence, but um, yes. the reality is that like Donald Trump, it would be a very good idea, or like foreign leaders who are addressing their nations more often. I think that's definitely a lesson that can be learned here. I sent a tweet out the other day, and I keep on saying this to other interviewees, Katie, and I, I want your opinion as my ex-boss. I think South Africa has gone from <laughs> South Africa has gone from uh, the COVID-19 situation being a novelty to being irritated by it, to being angry about it, to being depressed about it, to despair about it. And I think the next stage and the final stage, it, to my mind, is resignation. In other words, you know what? We've seen it all before. We've been through uh, worse things than this, although this is a different sort of worse thing. And therefore, we're at the submission stage. So never mind from four to three to two to one to being lifted. I go through those stages and I speak to people and I genuinely feel at the moment we are close to the despair stage. Mm -mm. I definitely think so. I, there's definitely despair, but there's also a lot of resistance. And, you know, Lindsay, I must tell you that there's a lot of court action that is also um, imminent from what we understand. There are um, there's, a, there's legal action that is about to be launched on the 27th of May, I think they said, um, asking whom? that hair salons and hairdressers be opened up. Mm. Um, so that is certainly one, and 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 I think that there are there is still a lot of anger in South Africa from some quarters. I won't say many quarters, from some quarters, saying this is actually not on. We need to now stimulate our economy. It's taken a massive, massive knock. Um, I can't even talk about what the currency is doing. It is so so gut wrenchingly depressing mm. that I don't even want to look at what the RAND is doing against the uh, the British pound, the euro, and the US dollar. It's, it's horrific at the moment. Unemployment is at an all-time high, and the levels of poverty and genuine hunger are, are, are palpable in South Africa. Having said that, though, um, there is a very fine line between dealing with that and trying to save lives. And COVID-19, as we've heard, is no joke. It, it it can annihilate not just economies, but, but entire communities. And I think this is where the government's priority is right now, to say, stay home, stay safe, keep all the hygiene precautions um, top of mind constantly, because ultimately, this is what matters at the moment. Yeah, when it comes to business and when it comes to the RAND, I won't mention the RAND, um, but yep. we're talking more about social issues than socioeconomic and economic issues. But anyway, it's not particularly pretty today. It's not that bad, but it's, it's you know, we've become used to that. What about business in general? I mean, you're in the business that needs um, advertising and, and, and marketing spend, and I'm in the same business, and mine's dried up. How about yours? Mm. So business, I think, across the country has really um, taken a knock. If we look at anything from small businesses, small to medium businesses, even large businesses, um, I I don't know of 
of businesses other than, for example, supermarkets, which are operating, but not at full capacity because they can't sell everything within their stores. I think business generally has taken a massive knock. Business confidence has taken a knock. And this is what people were hoping he would say last night that would help to stimulate the economy again and get South Africa working again, mm. knowing that we need to take all of these precautions and these health and health precautions um, to heart. So this is what I think business people across the country were hoping to hear. But um, it's been very difficult. We are hearing that some businesses which are closed for this period may actually never open again. This is just their reality. Um, You know, restaurants are not allowed to trade as restaurants. They can trade as deliveries only, not only um, not just takeaways. So unless a restaurant, be it small or big, has a delivery system set up or is affiliated to the likes of a, a delivery service, then they're going to find it very, very hard, bearing in mind that many people are still working from home and over and above that, people are still nervous to order because you just don't know the level of of um, sanitizing and yes. health precautions and hygiene that these companies are taking. Yes. I'm very nervous, even getting receiving on a personal level a delivery in my home. I'm very nervous and and I've I've got into the habit of washing the plastic that the bread comes in. Really, that bad, eh? Yep. Uh, and maybe you have to go into the kitchen and start cooking, Katie, because I know you from, from old days you were never a great cook. But you're doing it now, are you? <laughs> that is so not true about me. There are many things that are not, but that is not one of them. Um, a- so, yes, my culinary, my culinary skills are definitely not at Jamie Oliver's standards. Mm-hmm. But um, they, they have, uh, yes, they've been exercised a lot during this lockdown period. Very good. And more seriously now, do you think we'll ever go back to uh, our, our normal lives or the lives that we considered to be normal in the past? Or do you think is, that everything has changed over the last three months and will continue to do so? No, I don't think anything will ever be normal again. This is our new normal. Um, and when I say again, it might sound, you know, rather hyperbolic. But but I think that the way the way we think about viruses, the way we think about socializing, the way we think about going out is going to change tremendously. At least I hope. I, I certainly hope it does. Um, you know, I I don't I don't believe that that businesses like movie theaters will will recover for the next few months or years, for example, because who's going to take the chance of going to sit there? Mm. Um, I think that I think that air travel and 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 airlines we know that they've taken a massive knock in South Africa. Planes are not flying unless they're cargo planes or unless they're repatriating citizens, and this is also going to see a massive. It's going to have a massive impact on the airline industry, but the travel and the tourism industry as well, with lots of people being laid off or having their salaries dramatically slashed. Strange times, Katie, but fascinating times at the Mm. same time. Thank you very much for your time today. That's Katie Katapodis, News Director at Newsroom Africa. How do we get in touch with you, Katie, by the way, should anyone want to? You can always tweet me at Katie Katapodis. Thank you very much. That's Katie Katapodis. The views and opinions expressed in these podcasts are those of Lindsay Williams and various contributors and do not reflect the policy, position or opinion of any other agency, organisation, employer or company associated with strictlybusinesspodcast.com. Assumptions made on the analyses are not reflective of the position of any other entity other than the speaker or the author. And since we are critically thinking human beings, these views are always subject to change, revision and rethinking at any time. Please do not hold us to them in perpetuity.